Well, Chris, for the first time ever, we have two songs from a class getting into the Hall of Songs. How does that make you feel? I'm excited. We have now doubled the record for the most songs inducted in one particular class. We are breaking records as we speak here at Hall of Songs. This is our results show, the third class. The voting's done. We have two songs that have gotten in. We'll talk about those two, what they are. And then we'll talk about the songs that are on the outside looking in. And then we'll talk about the songs that didn't make it at all and are out of elimination completely. Whatever that means. I just said a weird sentence. Doesn't matter anyways. Let's get started. And welcome, music lovers, loyal listeners of Hall of Songs. I am Tim Malcolm. I am Chris Jones. Welcome to the results show for the third class of the Hall of Songs. We just held our last voting period. It was for songs that ranged between 1953 and 1957. And I am happy to report that after the ballots have come in, we have two songs in the Hall of Songs. We also do have another change in the rules, just a small change in the rules that we did did this time around. We're always tweaking. We have to tweak a little bit just because we're trying to figure out how to make this as enjoyable as possible and as entertaining as possible. Um, I'm gonna call this rule change the behind the scenes, we are uh, extending our hand of God rule change. Is that right, Chris? (laughs) I think that's fair. I mean, we want this to be fun for everybody, right? So. Uh, you know, we want some songs to get in. We want to make sure that uh, we're gonna we're gonna follow what the voters say, but we're also gonna make sure that you know that that everybody's wishes get respected. Let's put it that way. Yeah, uh, mostly mine. My wishes get respected. <laughs> I decided to institute a. I guess I I'm calling it the golden vote rule, which is basically this: if a song is one vote away from the Hall of Songs, like literally one vote. When when the ballots close, when it's over, and the song is one vote from getting in, getting over that threshold of 66.7%, then we will enact the opportunity to submit a golden vote, which means Chris and I will get together as the quote-unquote Veterans Committee and decide whether the song should get in or not. If we don't think the song deserves to be in, we're going to say no. But if we do think this song deserves to be in, we're going to say yes and give it that extra vote without counting another ballot, and that'll put it over the hump. Now, you might be asking why do something that seems very fake and very dishonest. My answer is why the hell not? Okay, <laughs> we're, we're, we're having think, fun. We're having I'm pretty fun. sure Bob Ryan has been lobbying to make this part of the Baseball Hall of Fame for however long he's been a member it's like he gets like a super vote that just gets people in so you know <laughs> only I mean, bob ryan like right only exactly. bob ryan. it's just bob ryan he's the only one who has that bob and you know to be fair, like if there is a song that is one vote short and we don't think it gets in that's it's still going to be on the ballot the next time so everybody's going to still get a chance to vote for it and again the whole thing here is to have fun so if everybody voted for something and came up one vote short that means that pretty much everybody wanted it in so you know we're not uh, undercutting any of our voters let's put it that way Yeah, none of the songs will be touched by the golden vote. Uh, There will not be another ballot added to it, which will make it impossible for that song to get in or or to or bring the vote total down or whatever. 
it's just going to affect that one song that we have decided, you know, is on that edge, right? It's, it's one vote away. So we'll make that golden vote happen. So that's it. Um, and the reason we are announcing that here is because we had to enact that golden vote in this list <laughs> class of voting. Uh, we had one song that got in pretty convincingly, uh, really, really high percentage of votes. We had a second song that was one vote away on the edge of getting into the Hall of Songs. And so Chris and I decided to enact this golden vote and it got in. So, Chris, what was the first song that got into the Hall of Songs? So a new record getting uh, when rounded up 75 percent of the vote. We have Great Balls of Fire by Jerry Lee Lewis. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Congratulations to Great Balls of Fire. It is the third song to get into the hall of songs the third inductee joining rock around the clock by bill haley and his comets and heartbreak hotel by elvis presley um thoughts on great balls of fire i am thrilled to see this get in it's funny i i will talk when we go on a little bit more about what i had thought was going to happen um i'm thrilled to see this song get in i think i mentioned this in the the regular episode the first time I ever heard this, I believe, was when the actors were singing it in Top Gun and then went on to go hear the original. And it's just a great, great, fun rock song. Um, I, you know, I cannot disagree with this one at all. I'll give a quick spoiler alert to our 1958 episode that I was in digging up something for that. I found a, a Jerry Lee Lewis release that I didn't know existed. There's a live at the Star Club from Hamburg, Germany, uh, 1964, where it's eight songs, 22 minutes. And he does several songs we've talked about, several songs that we are going to talk about, including Great Balls of Fire, Your Cheating Heart, Long Tall Sally, a whole lot of shaking going on. I mean, it's a great, great performance. So I will say this, once you have listened to our 1958 episode, and once you have voted, go check out Jerry Lee Lewis Live at the Star Club. It's only 23 minutes out of your life, and it's just a great, great time. Yeah, Great Balls of Fire is one of these just quintessential early rock and roll songs that clearly shows what rock and roll is capable of in its early days. Jerry Lee Lewis's performance is fantastic. He's doing this amalgamation of different kinds of vocalists, whether it's Little Richard, maybe the best vocalist of the time, uh, plus a, you know, kind of like a Bill Haley thing going on, plus kind of a pre, like we did that whole Manic Preacher thing in the last episode. He's definitely channeling gospel and channeling uh, Bible, you know, uh, preaching and that kind of thing. So it's a really, really great performance. The song kicks, but it's, uh, again, quintessential early rock and roll song. So congratulations again to Great Balls of Fire by Jerry Lee Lewis, our third inductee to the Hall of Songs. And what is our fourth inductee to the Hall of Songs? The one that just came over the edge into the green. It is You Send Me by Sam Cooke, also from 1957. Darling, you send me. I know you send me. Darling, you send me. Honest, you do. Honest, you do. 
I was very, very happy to see this song get in. I was surprised on one level because I, when I think Sam Cooke, I don't think you send me first and foremost. Of course, it's possible, but we'll be talking about more Sam Cooke songs as we go forward here. But nevertheless, considering it is, you know, the first quote unquote soul song in that it was the first to really break through and maybe it was the first soul song. This is an important song. It's influential. It's impactful. It's popular. Uh, it's a great choice for an inductee. So uh, kudos to all the uh, voters for this one. I also think it's really fun that these songs are going in together because of sort of how different they are in the sound, right? Where it was almost, we talked a little bit about how Art Roop almost wanted Sam Cooke to be more like Jerry Lee Lewis, more sort of the you know, do some yelling and screaming. And he said, no, I'm going to do this my own way and essentially invented soul music. And it is, you know, showing that already 1957, disparate paths, but still rock and roll and just two great songs. So we now have four Hall of Songs inductees. Again, they are Rock Around the Clock by Bill Haley and his Comets. Heartbreak Hotel by Elvis Presley. Great Balls of Fire by Jerry Lee Lewis. And You Send Me by Sam Cooke. Good group to start off with. Uh, very happy with that. Four songs in after three classes. Let's get more songs in next time out. We will, of course, have our 1958 episode. That'll be just in a few days, Sunday night coming up. Uh, that'll be what? May, I'm going to just say 16th. 16th. Thank you for that. And then we will open the voting for the fourth class right away from that point on. And then that'll go on for a week. So from the 16th until the 23rd, we will have voting open for the fourth class. Now let's go into the songs that missed out and are still on the ballot because they did not go under 35% of ballots uh, voted on. Let's start with the, uh, let's start with number three. We'll just go down the list. We'll try to do this quickly. Um, Number three on the list with 54%, just about 55% of the vote jailhouse rock by Elvis Presley. I feel like that one Elvis popular jailhouse rock obviously a very popular song of his but ultimately maybe just not on the level of a great balls of fire i thought this one would be number one i will be honest uh a little bit surprised uh you know not surprised that it's this high but surprised that it was not number one i I just feel like this is one that everybody's heard so many times and was going to be extremely popular coming in fourth place was wake up little Susie" by the everly brothers uh, about 51 percent of the boat uh this one Great song. Loved it. Think the Everly Brothers are actually, I guess in my opinion, underrated. Uh, Maybe not. I don't know. But they certainly brought a different depth to what we are talking about here, kind of bringing that folk tradition in, the harmonies, of course. But um, I don't know. Thoughts? Did you, were you, I guess I'm, I, I feel like this kind of where it was, I thought it was going to be. This was about exactly where I thought it was going to be. It's, I, I heard a, from a lot of people actually after we aired the 1957 episode about sort of how surprised they were, how much they liked that song. So I felt they were going to vote for it, uh, but it wasn't quite the same level of popularity as some of the other. What are they going to tell our friends when they say, Ooh, la la, wake up with Susie, wake up with Susie? Well, we told her mama that we'd. 
Uh, we have a tie for fifth place after that. Both songs getting 49% of the vote. Whole lot of shaking going on by Jerry Lee Lewis. And from 1956, Hound Dog by Elvis Presley. Uh, not too surprised with these. Uh, I, again, a little bit of more love for Jerry Lee Lewis than what I thought might you know he might get overall uh hound dog continues to hang on again really popular like jailhouse rock doesn't surprise me that that's a big big draw at this point do you think that hound dog can get enough votes to get all the way into the hall of songs i don't know it's it's tough after that first ballot it's tough and you know and everyone who hears 58 will know there's a lot of really good songs there but uh but you never know Uh, we've seen some gains here in the past couple votes but people who uh you know especially as there's fewer Elvis songs to vote for. Maybe that'll be the case. And next, seventh and eighth, we have Bye Bye Love, also by the Everly Brothers. And we have All Shook Up by Elvis Presley. Yeah, I mean, nothing crazy here. Bye Bye Love, uh, definitely, I think, the number two song from the Everly Brothers of the two from 1957. Not as, I, I really do think Wake Up Little Susie is the better song. Uh, All Shook Up. I, I, you know, ultimately, I don't think that it was Elvis's strongest song, but maybe, maybe his most popular. Ultimately, I think more people probably know that song more than any other. Yeah, that's interesting. I, that's a good point. I, I, I would have thought to me, like Jailhouse Rock is kind of one of these ones that's always played and is there. But but that's right. I'll I'll up is definitely something that sort of exists in the in popular culture today. Then we go to ninth place, a tie for ninth with 43 percent of the vote. We have two Buddy Holly songs. Or is it one cricket song? Or is it two cricket song? I, I don't even remember. Um, that'll be the day. I think that's by the crickets. And then Peggy Sue, which I believe is a, just a Buddy Holly song, both with 43% of the vote. Yeah, so these are almost exactly where I figured they would be, but I will, I'll come back in to them in a minute because I'm surprised where they are compared to the other uh, Buddy Holly song. I'll tell you, I'm not as surprised as you are. We'll talk about that with the next one. But uh, I was actually surprised that these were lower than they are. That'll be the day when you say goodbye. That'll be the day when you make me cry. You say don't leave. You know it's a That'll be the day when I die. We have two songs next, both from 1956. Uh one with 39% of the vote, that's Roll Over Beethoven by Chuck Berry. And then with 37% of the vote, Don't Be Cruel, also by Elvis Presley. Uh, tied with Don't Be Cruel was Not Fade Away by Buddy Holly. I think that's so a cricket. I'm surprised that this was there. I think oh, that's, that's a cricket, cricket song. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not surprised that Not Fade Away is there. I, I guess, I, I think people might be thinking, well, the Rolling Stones version is the more uh, ubiquitous version, maybe. I could be wrong. Um, and also, I when, I when I think of Buddy Holly, I think of That'll Be The Day, first and foremost. Interesting. So I had four songs that I thought were going to be at the top. And they were Jailhouse Rock, Not Fade Away, Great Balls of Fire, and You Send Me, pretty much in that order. I thought Not Fade Away was going to be really high. And maybe it's just, maybe it's a Grateful Dead fan in me that I've heard that song but, you know, maybe they played a quarter of their songs or a quarter of their show. So I listened to it. Um, but it surprised me. Like, again, that we talked about the Bo Diddley beat. I love the lyrics to it. I was a little bit surprised that, that one was not the highest of the Buddy Holly slash Buddy Holly and the Cricket songs. Yeah, I, I would have been the complete opposite of you. I thought that'll be the day would have been a top three song in this voting. If not, maybe the one that gets in or one of the two that gets in. So, Interesting. yeah, we'll see what happens with Buddy as we go forward. 
Uh, the next songs to just miss out, number 14 and 15 on our list. Actually, they're tied for 14th with 35% of the vote, just making it through. The Great Pretender, hanging on. Good job, The Great Pretender by The Platters. And Tutti Fruity by Little Richard, also hanging on from the same year, 1955. So those two songs still on the edge. I think it's worth yeah, mentioning Little Richard here because it's funny to me. I, I think that obviously our number one song this time, the one that's gotten the highest votes is Great Balls of Fire by Jerry Lee Lewis. And we've talked about how Jerry Lee Lewis and Little Richard both sort of overlap as far as their piano style, their sort of, you know, sort of the manic style of their vocals. Jerry Lee Lewis really benefited from the fact that he kind of has one signature song, whereas Little Richard has several really good songs from that period, but there's not necessarily one that stands out above the rest. We might talk about the Little Richard thing in our next episode. You know, spoiler, there might be a Little Richard song in our next episode. It does feel to an extent that Little Richard has a very high quality of song output, you know, of his best songs in this era here. But as you, to, to your point, there isn't one song that seems to be towering above the rest. And I actually think Chuck Berry kind of has that thing going on. But the thing with Chuck Berry is that one song that was really popular for him. It just so happens to be the song that everybody has decided is the Chuck Berry song, right? I don't think people in time, as we've seen time go by, have picked a one little Richard song to be the little Richard song. And I think that's the problem here. Yeah, I think that's right. And I think that's the little Richard's credit. But in a, in a situation like this, it's probably going to be, you know, it's it's detrimental to him getting one song that's going to be way up top. But yeah, Tutti Frutti is hanging on. It's been on since the first uh, voting episode, and it still is going to hang around for another round of votes. All right, now let's go through the songs that we have to say goodbye to, the songs that got eliminated from the ballot because they did not achieve 35% of your ballot voting. Let's start with a song that, oh, sad to see it. It it got a really big jump in the last round of voting with all the Elvis songs coming in, but now it is out. That's All Right from 1954. Elvis's first song gets eliminated with 33% of the vote. Pour one out for that. And then with 31% of the vote in 17th place, there's Little Richard again with Lucille. Any thoughts on those two? Nothing too surprising. Again, I think Lucille falls into that same boat as, uh, you know, is Tutti Frutti where it's, it. he's got so many really, really good songs and maybe nothing one that stands out. Same thing with Elvis. I mean, he's got so many great songs, including one that's already been in. Uh, it's not too shocking to see one of his songs drift down a little bit, particularly his first one, where it was before he was sort of Elvis really doing Elvis. I, and I will make a note here, since we are kind of getting out of the Elvis era as it is, you know, I think this has been a pretty decent showing for Elvis, but not, I was worried that we were going to have like five Elvis songs in the hall of songs by this point. And, and, you know, like, look, I, I don't want to be like the guy who's like, Elvis fans are, you know, no, 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 no. But I, I, what I'm, what I'm saying is I'm glad that we've had a seemingly fair rounds of voting here that what we're seeing is getting in seems to be a good representation of songs across the board. Right. Is that, 
Is that that's the right way of putting it? I guess. I think that's exactly right. I was I was about ready to say something similar in the in talking about the next four that are eliminated, which is, ain't that a shame? My Fats Domino, Rock and Roll Music, Chuck Berry, Your Cheating Heart, Hank Williams, and Blue Suede Shoes, Carl Perkins. And I think to me, again, we've talked a little bit about my sort of affection for country music, and that particularly captures Your Cheating Heart. Blue Suede Shoes is on the edge of that with Carl Perkins. I think that like the fact that we've talked about these songs and gotten them in this sort of conversation about the best songs ever is probably what's right. It's like they're not necessarily, particularly if we're going to get in a song or two per year, they're probably not quite there. But the fact that we're able to say, you know, listen to your cheating heart, people who are, are listening to this and had never really gone to listen to your cheating heart before. Uh, you know, they've now heard it and they hear how much that's influenced later rock and roll music, even if it's not necessarily a quote unquote, you know, hall of songs, hall of fame type song. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, that's definitely the right tack to take. I mean, ain't that a shame as an example, that's a song that I wouldn't have listened to on regular rotation or put in my Spotify playlist or whatever before doing this. And now that I have heard it a bunch of times and been marveling at Fats Domino's voice and been marveling at just the, the tight structure of that song and how ahead of its time it seemed to be. Um, all of that just makes me feel like, okay, this is good. You know, these songs were able to be talked about in this, uh, in this place and we were able to give them this forum. And now, you know, we have to say goodbye, but that means a whole new crop of songs come in at some point. Let's go over the next a couple songs that missed out at 27% of the vote, coming in tied at 22nd place. Another Fats Domino song, Blueberry Hill, which had a big resurrection in the last voting, but it just fell back to earth here. And sadly, I was hoping more from this one, but not happening now. Johnny Cash's I Walk the Line, both with 27% of the vote. So I didn't vote for I Walk the Line this time around. I sort of feel similar to what I said the last time that it's I'm glad we got a chance to talk about it and what it means going forward, but not necessarily one of the ones that I would have thought of the elite of the elite. Um, and similar, you know, I like Blueberry Hill a lot. Not too surprising. It was nice to see that one get a jump. But again, we're still talking about something that got over 27 percent of the vote. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of yeah. people out there who have listened to these and like these songs a lot. Yeah. And, and to that point. You know, last time out, we had a song that got 3% of the vote. We had a couple that got 11 and 12. Go through the final two songs. What number did they get? They still got uh, over 25% of the vote. And that's uh, Maybelline uh, and In the Still of the Night. So not quite making the cut, but still, still getting a decent amount of support. Yeah, it just goes to show that we had 25 songs on the ballot and I would say every single one of these 25 songs you could put on a compilation and say, you know, 1950s rock and roll and be extremely happy with what you have here. I mean, these are just outstanding songs, every single one of them. Uh, and you guys, you know, I'm, I'm sure it was a very hard vote for everybody. And I appreciate that everybody has been very thoughtful, taking their time to vote for the ones that they thought were the most necessary to be in the hall. Uh, I'm glad we got two in because again, we had so much support for all of these songs that I think it's only right that two get in for this one. And we're not just talking about one song this time around. Um, But overall, I think this has been a really, really good uh, ballot and I'm really excited for the next round. I am very excited about the next round. Thank you to everybody who voted. As Tim said, 
Uh, it's been great. Thanks to everyone who's reached out to say why they've been voting for things. It's been a lot of fun to talk to people about what they're thinking when they approach this and hearing a lot of people who are taking it seriously, which is a lot of fun for something like this to get that kind of feedback. So keep it up, uh, keep interacting with us and uh, come back for the 1958 episode and make sure you vote for that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see if the great pretender can stay. I- I'm very curious <laughs> to see if that stays in again. I mean, just it's the look- Bly Levin of songs. It'll get it, in it is the, the bl- <laughs> after the 1964 episode, I guess. So first time out in the first class of voting, the great pretender got 40.5% of the vote, which is pretty decent. Um, and, but it just didn't, you know, it was, it was near the top of the voting list there, but it was a very stacked ballot. So, you know, it was hard to get in. So 40.5%. The second time out, it got 43.5%. So a little bit better, still toward the top of the ballot but nowhere close to being in this time out 35%. So it's taken a dip, but we'll see. Very, very interested to see how the great pretender does our little Bert Blylevin. All right, Chris, uh, I guess that'll be it for this one. You know, we, we have another vote coming up. As you said, 1958 episode comes out in just a couple days, which will be the 16th. And then we will have another round of voting with, what are we going to have here? We have 14. It'll be a 26 song ballot or no, a 25 song ballot again. Is that right? 25 songs again. Let's count 25 songs. That is 20. right. Cause there will be 13 carryovers and 12 new songs. Perfect. So 25 more songs to vote for in the next class for hall of songs. And I can't wait to see what everybody votes for and to see if we get more songs into the hall to join our four current inductees. All right, until next time, I am Tim. I'm Chris. Bye.